Welcome to the Love Hope Adventure podcast, where we talk about the marriage relationship, intimacy and marriage, and how you can go deeper with your spouse. Today, we're talking about holiday traditions and all the problems that brings with couples. <laughs> Why, does it have to go straight to problems? Can it just be holidays? I would love to think that. Holiday traditions, period. You know, honestly, if you yeah. have the same traditions as what you grew up with and you guys are both happy about that, it probably isn't a problem. Yeah. Do you know who, a single couple who has that, that though? <laughs> yeah, who has that? I don't gotcha. know any couples that haven't had to go back and forth about how they were going to handle holidays. Okay, fine. Let's talk about holiday traditions and the problems <laughs> they present. Okay. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Well, it's not just <laughs> it's not just Christmas. It's not. It can it's be Thanksgiving. It can be Easter. It can be the Fourth of July. Any holidays, but we are coming up on the holidays, so we're decided to talk about this. Now I'm going to go ahead and say when before we got married, probably the most valuable thing that we filled out in our pre-marriage counseling book yeah. was how much money we expected to spend <laughs> on Christmas <laughs> gifts and birthday gifts and things like that. Were we way off? Uh, you and I were not way off, but it's actually a conversation that I oh, yeah. that never I never about. would have even thought of. Yeah. I remember this being a huge source of contention for a couple that I knew later on down the road after we had been married. They were just a couple we knew. And the husband's family bought very extravagant gifts. And yep. it was like this big to-do, but the uh, wife didn't come from that. And so it was hugely stressful for her to keep yeah. up with all of this. It wasn't like they didn't have the money to spend. She just was like, I am so tired of buying gifts. So it would have probably benefited them to have that conversation in advance. Uh, it's at least to know that that was coming. Yeah, because I don't think she did. I don't think she did. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I know you and I were were uh, fairly. I, I was when you brought that up. I was like, "Why were we way off or something?" But I feel like you, you and I were pretty uh, on target with that. But I've seen a lot of couples. You're right. Where uh, some people, you know, Christmas was a big to do, and for some people, right. it just kind of wasn't in in the in the gift giving department. And again, right. that goes for everything. You know what what do you do at Easter for your kids? Because guess what, you're going to get married. You probably won't have kids right at the beginning of the marriage. Uh, maybe you do, depending on the you know the nature of your marriage. Um, so you know how how do you plan on spending that? You know, did you come from a household where uh, you were absolutely you know Easter was magical, and <laughs> and so now you want to recreate that for your kids? Um, even things as simple as uh, the tooth fairy. You know, how are you going to address those things? How will you handle kids? that? Yeah, and let me tell you, let me tell you a secret about that. <laughs> the secret for us with the tooth fairy is we had we had lots of conversations about the big holidays and Christmas in particular. And we had particular views about how we were going to address Santa Claus and, uh, and things like that. But we had never discussed the tooth fairy. Right. <laughs> no one prepares you to be the tooth fairy. We, we were like the worst tooth fairies. Still I mean, are. it is I mean, we, just we not. At least one kid still losing teeth every now and then. And it's like, you know, sometimes ah, the tooth shoot. fairy is backed up a few days. <laughs> Yeah, we really sucked at that. Yeah. But, you know, for the bigger holidays, like Thanksgiving and Christmas specifically coming up and everything, and there's these two close holidays, and maybe mm -hmm. you have to go to family's house, or maybe you don't. And I see a lot of, um, like, videos and memes and stuff come up at this time of year about this huge debate about when you should decorate for Christmas. Oh, and yeah. as if it isn't already a big debate among, you know, people in general. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, this is wars that are happening between a husband and a wife <laughs> about when we should start. So even in our own house, we um, I, I don't think I have as hard a strict line as you about no. the Christmas music and all this you're, stuff. You're a little more laid back about it. I do not care. It doesn't bother me, yeah, to but me, it does bother you. Yeah. So so just to be clear, uh, I'm I'm one of the people that's right about this. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Christmas starts Black Friday no earlier. No that's, earlier. That is the beginning. That is the official kickoff of the Christmas season. We don't drop the ball in Times Square on December <laughs> 17th. We just don't. Okay. Well, There's a I time am- and a place. And and look, Christmas is already a month, and it bleeds into like. If it's on Black Friday, it's not even a month. It's it's you know it's before December even begins. Uh, that's a lot. That's plenty. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't need Christmas music while I'm doing you know getting my Halloween candy. Walmart, thank you very much. Um, well, I don't think it was like that when we were kids. And I will tell no, it's you been a that. Creep. Um, okay, so when I was growing up, we did not put our tree up before two weeks before Christmas, right. maybe a yeah. week. It just kind of depended on when my dad was going to get home. Now, my dad grew up in a culture and era where they didn't even have the tree out at all for the kids to see until Christmas morning. So what? his oh, yeah, dad would like um, put together the Christmas tree in what they have is called a parlor. And this would be a closed off room that they wouldn't have been allowed to go I like into. you said put together. Well, my grandfather must have decorated it on his own because the kids did not see the tree until Christmas no, I mean, put, morning. Put together a tree nowadays oh, means oh. assemble the ar- artificial tree. No, they, there was no artificial <laughs> trees. We all we only had real trees growing up, yes. and um, I didn't even know what an artificial tree was. But when you and I made the decision to start decorating on Black Friday, it is because we couldn't. We were nowhere near any family. That yeah. was actually really hard for me because. Yeah, my parents would have never well, no, to be decorated. Clear, okay, so your dad, the tree went up on Christmas Eve while they were in bed. But for you as a kid, I had it was the up tree for a couple of weeks. about a week or two okay. out at least. I, I can't remember when we put ours up. I don't think that it was it was pegged to any part of the calendar. But what I do remember was my mom's big thing was keeping it up to what uh, what she called, and I think this is a Catholic thing, Little Christmas, which I think is something like January 12th. And that's supposed to be the day that the wise men got there or something or something like that. I, I, and and this is this is me as a 40 year old trying to remember trying what to remember my what mom told me when I was nine. OK, so I may have all of the details wrong, um, but it was something like that. So so we had the tree up for a while into the new year. Well, we did, too. But that was because my mom and dad didn't want to undecorate didn't, it. Didn't want the hassle, yeah. It was a big pain in the butt yeah. to undecorate. So for us, we we kind of accidentally created the Black Friday tradition, I feel like. We did. It wasn't intentional We did because we couldn't, I think it was some year where we couldn't go home to visit mm-hmm. any family at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, okay, we have this random Friday off. Now what are we going to do with our kids? And I'm like, I never, I never went Black Friday shopping. In fact, I didn't even really know what it was, but we went out and we were like, fine, we're just going to do it. And the trees were so cheap. Yeah. I was I think, like, okay, well, we got to buy year, it. We got a tree for like $20. Oh, like, yeah. A live tree yeah. for $20. They had their poinsettias on sale for a dollar. And we were so broke. I was like, um, we will do this every year right. because we were spending <laughs> $35 or something like that. In general, on a tree every year. 
and even maybe even a little bit more. So that was such a huge price break. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm not into Black Friday shopping, but we will go buy the tree. So, so because of that, like you said, the next year you were like, we need to go get our tree. Yeah, on we got to go Friday. get our tree. And I was like, oh yeah, because it was such a great deal. Right. And the next year it was like, we need to go on Black Friday. And three in a row is is like that's a, it. A timeless tradition, <laughs> especially when I don't even remember how old our kids were the first time we did that. So I don't by either. the time we did it three times, you know, they're a little bit older now. And so it, that's the way it's always that's been done, right? And so that, because of that, and because I, I have, I have always been a stickler for let's not celebrate Christmas until it's Christmas. And like, that's after Thanksgiving, but I didn't ever have like a pegged down day mm. until we started that tradition. And, and that tradition for us is eggnog decorate the tree, blast all the Christmas music all day long, right. decorate the whole house. We do we do the whole house in a day, the whole tree, right. all that kind of stuff. We have three boys. Every year we rotate. I have a list written down in the, the box of decorations. Who puts the star on the tree? It's a tradition and blah, blah, blah. And so that's how it is. And it became this official kickoff. And then I kind of made it. I It's so funny. I didn't realize, but for a couple of years, I remember one day, like Brayden, I think Brayden and Trip were like arguing about because Brayden wanted to play some Christmas music, and Trip's like, "You cannot play it before Black Friday." Dad said so, and I was like, "I honestly okay, didn't know this was on. a thing until recent, like in the last couple of years." <laughs> right, it became more of a thing than I ever intended it to be. This is going to be a huge fight between them and their spouse one day. I'm positive it's gonna be, yeah, they're yeah, going to be like, for some of them, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then because of the way your mom uh, and dad kind of let the tree linger. I remember our first year together, you were like, the tree comes the tree down before comes New down. Year's. But the other thing is I always we always got real trees. And by that point, it was just making a big mess yeah. everywhere. And yeah. there is an advantage. If you're going to put it up two weeks before Christmas, letting it stay a little bit after Christmas is not a big deal. But it's been in the house for the month. And it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's done its thing. So... You know, as far as problems go, yeah, traditions play so much of a role because we're so emotionally attached to it. Mm -hmm. But it can also be this huge source of contention, especially if, you know, you're you are both super tied to to traditions. And I got to tell you, I don't know, were you very tied to any traditions that you were like, man, I wish we were doing this? Um, I don't think that there was anything that we didn't do that I was therefore upset about. I think, I think there were things that, you know, I brought this little thing and you brought that little thing. Like the first several, I don't know. I don't know if we still really do this. I think we do. When I was a kid, we always put candy canes on the tree. We do. And then you were allowed to eat those through the season. And that was, you know, that was part of the the thing. And so I remember, you know, bringing that up and saying, we've got to have candy canes on the tree. And you're like, why? And I'm like, gotta have them and, we you know, usually put candy canes on the tree yeah so um you know there's there were little things like that i don't remember anything where we like disagreed and said well do you? i do because okay. i really wanted to have christmas parties and that was just not really in the cards for you like um, i was a i was accustomed okay. to having big christmas parties and i always assumed i would throw these big parties right but and that I was just, just wasn't down for it yeah, you were Christmas, not down Christmas for it. Christmas for me was very, very difficult <laughs> for a lot of years. I had a lot of I had a lot of emotional baggage tied up with with the holidays yeah. at the end of the year, and so for for a long time, I sort of like just mentally, emotionally checked out for about si- the last six weeks of the year. 
It's just like, all right, guys, I'll see y'all in the new year. I'm not going to be any good well, for this period of time. Well, think about it. Like the very first time that we were away for Thanksgiving and we couldn't come home for whatever reason, my whole family started like descending upon us. And that was shocking to you. Uh, yeah, because we lived in like a two bedroom apartment. Yeah, but I still think even if we hadn't, it still would have been it shocking still was a to lot. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, my family did that. My, we, we all met up at grandma's house and then we all went over to... My oh, great we grandparents' house and stuff. So I was I was used to that. I think but it it's was just not different. My house. It wasn't your house. <laughs> yeah. That was the different different thing. And so over the years, you know, at the holidays, my family has come in town on occasion or whatever. But yeah, I was just used to doing really big parties or having that, and that's not really something we've ever really done. But we have adopted a lot of other things, uh-huh. you know. And I think that. It was sad for me, but I also had, like, I know a part of it's my nature to be okay with things, even if um, I feel sad or disappointed, but that is not the case for everybody. So if, you know, while it was important to me, it wasn't like a, a make it or break it thing. But holidays for me was big and loud and lots and lots of people. So that's what I always wanted to try and recreate. And somehow we systematically made that not the case. (laughs) It's usually just us. Um, Well, it depends. I mean, there have been years where we've gone home or, you know, we've gone to this or that place. Right. Um, I I think in the last, well, since moving to Texas, that's been the last six years. Yeah. Yeah. It's just been us. That's been because it's really, it's two days for us to get back to all of our family. So it doesn't really make sense to make that trip for a day. Um, so I, I feel like in other years, though, we adapted that principle of, you know, instead of gathering with the, with the family, if we were maybe a few hours from our family and for whatever reason, it just wasn't practical. We always like when, when we were in college, we invited over all yeah. of the other college students who right. couldn't make it home for the holidays and, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, we, we had those in place for a lot of years but then our life circumstances changed. Right. And you know, that's one of the things about marriage is it's a giant life change. And so sometimes your your the problems that are going to come up with your traditions is because they're simply not practical anymore. Right. If if you get married and then relocate, uh, even if it's just, you know, to a different part of town, that that can throw a huge wrench in, you know, if if part yeah. of your old tradition was to walk over to grandma's in the snow and now you're 20 <laughs> minutes across town, that's not going to work. That won't work. You know, yeah. And, and so being able to sort of adapt those, you know, as you go along, uh, can, can really help out. Well, we've stayed fairly fluid with a lot of our traditions, not all of it. Some of them are fairly set in stone, but yeah. I think, um, because we've moved a lot or whatever, it's kind of naturally forced us to do this. And if you're someone who you and your spouse are not seeing eye to eye about your traditions, then maybe it's time to create some of your own. Kind mm-hmm. of like what we were talking about where, well, I grew up, you know, we didn't put up the tree until this point. So we adopted the tradition of bringing the tree out much sooner. Um, you know, uh, carving pumpkins. Most years we do end up carving a pumpkin. That's not something that Which I grew up doing. Do. Yeah. But becoming, uh, thinking to yourself, what can we do as a family that means something to us? So I follow uh, Crystal Payne at The Money Saving Mom, and she talks about their holiday traditions every year. Mm -hmm. And she said that really what they have done is taken the approach that 
there are things that they have like a Christmas bucket list or a holiday bucket list. Okay. And then like the family will just vote on the things that are of most importance to them. And so I guess maybe they look at a couple of different options and then pretty much the kids vote. So they said, we don't do the same things every year. Interesting. I think that does really help um, keep you from attaching all your emotions to the thing you're doing and putting and it people. more on the relationship yeah. and the people. Yeah, and I think that uh, we we've we've made up some traditions and adapted some traditions and things like that because it's been yeah. about the the family dynamic. And like you said, you know, maybe maybe we don't make it to the big, you know, family gathering Whatever like we is. used to. Yeah. Uh, but you know, by golly, we're going to have that black Friday eggnog. Let me tell you what, you know, um, we had the, um, you know, the accidental gingerbread house tradition that, you know, yeah, that was a tradition that I did not see coming. We didn't know that we made a tradition. We We had a family member who gave us, who gave all of the families a gingerbread Uh, house. A couple years, like a couple years Um, in a row or something. Two or three, maybe. Something like that. It might not have even been three. It might've been two. And I don't know, maybe it was three, but it was probably three. One year, uh, we didn't have that big family party. And so we didn't get that gingerbread house kit. And we were at Walmart with the kids and our oldest turns to me and says, oh, dad, we've got to get our gingerbread house kit. And I looked at him and I said, what do you mean? And he goes, you know, our gingerbread house kit that we always get every (laughs) year. So a thing that for me has been a recent phenomenon yeah, a that I actually didn't even want to do the first year, but it was fun for the, it was fun, not fun for the kids. It was fun that I had with my kids. They right. had fun. We had fun. And so we kept doing it. But for, for Corbin, it was his entire memory. You know, yeah. he was, he was what? Seven when this happened? He did, that's all he remembered. And as man. long as he could remember, he'd always done this. And so we had to do that. And that year, we did not have the money to buy a prefab gingerbread house kit at at uh, Walmart, no. and so Keely came up with the idea. We made some homemade icing, and she got out uh, graham crackers, and instead of a gingerbread house, we made a graham cracker house, and we raided the kids' Halloween candy to decorate it, and it was the best thing ever. Yeah. And now we the literally do in that every year. Every I mean, that's been they use what, their Halloween candy every year. Yeah. And sometimes, actually, in the last couple of years, we've had to once or twice oh, we yeah, had to go buy candy for it. They haven't gotten as much Halloween candy. In the yeah, last yeah, especially years. with I the older two. The older two are aging out of it. They're aging out of it. Yeah, yeah it but, makes it more difficult. But the graham cracker thing and the homemade icing has stuck. Like that's the tradition, yeah. and it's I wonder how that. It's better than gingerbread, it's, so of course. It's a lot um, but we have little things like that. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of. Uh, are there any other accidental traditions that we've had, or, or things um, that. I know we have we have our Christmas catalog of movies that started off with yeah. a handful of of uh, the the classic stop motion animation you know Santa Claus is coming to town stuff that yeah. was from my childhood Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and you guys bought me a set of that one year and I was like oh this is awesome because now we can pull it out every year and then it kind of like grew where now it involves like several other movies and specials and things. Um, and that has continued to grow like every year, like it used to be, we would watch all of them that we had and now it's too many. Right. So now we're like, okay, which we're like, like you said, maybe we should vote, <laughs> put them in a hat. Let's and just like, put it in the hat. Yeah. Let out. the kids vote on what we're going to do. So I think that 
if you are newly married, this is probably going to be bigger on your mind, but even if yeah. you've been married for a long time and you're still got these, you know, things that are bothering you or frustrating you, or maybe it's super stressful to you. Like, you know, my one friend I was talking about who really this, these traditions that um, she inherited were stressing her. It's time to rethink that. It's yeah. time to really boil it down to what's, what are we trying to accomplish here? And what we're trying to accomplish is building memories. Yeah. And if the memory is stress right. and that's, you know, full, full, full of stress and listen, holidays bring stress. There was stress in my household. I worked very hard in our adult lives to make holidays stress-free. Right. So if it was stressing you or stressing the kids or whatever, let, like, let's just be honest. I don't really get stressed you. about <laughs> any of that. But if it was stressing to any of you guys, then I just dropped it. This is actually why I didn't push parties because I thought, okay, that's stressing him. I won't yeah. do that. Or if there's something else that's stressful to our kids, I wouldn't do that either. Yeah. It's important to like adjust your expectations and not – yeah, you can feel sad, but they can still be memories. Just work towards building new memories. And I would say um, that that's perfect for the new couple that maybe is, is is struggling with some difficulties here. If you're a couple that have been married for a while, especially if you have kids, I would challenge you, ask your kids right. what your family traditions are around the holidays. Might be surprised. And yeah, see what they come out with. Because they may mention something you have never given a second thought to, right. but it's a, it's a, it's a staple in their memories and maybe it's a staple in their memories because you did it twice and that's all <laughs> it takes. It's the last two years we did this. And so that's gotta be the thing now. And again, you don't have to, you don't have to, you know, be married to that one thing, but, um, think about that. And if your kid brings up something like that and it's something that that's okay, you know, mm -hmm. like, celebrate that and talk about that and, and make it a point to make that special because that will double down on cementing that memory. And, you know, the, the older our kids are getting, the more I'm realizing that the memories are, are is what we're going to have when they're, right. when they're grown and gone, they're going to have the memories of, of us and we're going to have the memories of them. We're, we're still going to have relationships and sure. seeing each other and everything, but, but it'll be different. It will be different. And, you know, again, I'm, I'm a 40 year old looking back on my childhood and there's this canon of memories that I have. There's this book that has a beginning and it has an end. Yeah. And so if your kids are still writing that book for themselves, what can you do to put some really good pages down? Well, guys, thanks so much for joining us today. We hope that you will join us next time. Um, always be sure to sign up for our newsletter if you haven't. Lovewithadventure.com slash newsletter. In that newsletter, I send you my most recent blogs, the podcast uh, releases, as well as anonymous reader questions and other things on my mind. Also, go to the website, lovehookadventure.com, to check out our recent blogs. We talk about very different content here on the podcast, so don't think you're going to get the same information there. Thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you next time.